Ah, the lighting of the town Christmas tree. Can you think of anything more American? An American flag? Or, or an American flag with Christmas trees for stars. Ooh, that would make a good cake. Note to self, I like cake. Welcome to the Yuletide TV Podcast, a podcast where we watch and review a random Christmas episode to determine whether or not it's a Christmas classic. I'm Chris, and joining me as we skate through this holiday viewing are my friends Brian. Hi, how you doing? And John. Hello. This is the sixth episode of our 20-episode expedition through Christmas-themed television. If this is your first episode, thanks for joining us, and if not, thanks for coming back. Before we dive into today's episode, I always like to do a little Christmas cheer check-in with my co-host, but as it is Thanksgiving Eve, how about we just talk about what we're most excited about for tomorrow's Turkey Day? Um, being a vegetarian and having to deal with people on a meat-eating holiday and having them make that joke over and over and over until I actually die on the inside. What What's, what's the joke, John? What's the joke? Just, oh, I bet you wish you could have some turkey. That's not a joke. That's just... It's a joke to them, man. Being drunk. It's a bit for them, and they they love that bit. And, it's, and I just have to go, oh, man, not really. I... Oh, okay, well, I mean, that was gonna be my follow-up question. Do do you wish you could have some turkey? No, man. If I wanted turkey, I would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, just, just wanted to check in. Just, I'll just eat my. Green, I'll check in later. I'll, I'll just eat my green bean casserole and move on with my life. Oh, the most Wisconsin of dishes. I think that's an everywhere dish. Yeah, it is. You're, right. you're from Minnesota. Like, do you, you have it in Minnesota, right? Like, yeah, we do there. more like hot. We do like more hot dish, so like uh, you may have a, a tater tot, green bean hot dish. Oh, gross! With... Unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> like there's 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 a lot. What there's the just f- a lot of hot dish. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your best Thanksgiving food and worst Thanksgiving food? Best Thanksgiving food is probably got to be the monkey bread the morning of, and then the worst what? might might be green bean casserole. What the? Who the? What? Are, Why are you so bad at answering these questions? What? Huh? What do you what? want from me? You what? Ask, you asked me a question. I asked. I answered honestly. Chris, give me like you, well, first of all, is what, this not an honest podcast? Do you what? not want me to oh drop these truth bombs no. on you? What the hell but, happened John, in John. Minnesota? <laughs> John, hit me, hit me with these questions. Hit me. I'll, I'll show them how it's done. Okay, okay. Go, Chris. What are your, what is your best Thanksgiving dish and worst one? Favorite mashed potatoes, like a normal. <laughs> worst, probably sweet potato or anything with like mushroom in. It. I'm not a big mushroom guy, so anything with mushroom. I in can it. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm down. I'm down for mushroom. Like, I'm not a big Thanksgiving dinner person. I like a good turkey with mashed potatoes as much as the next fella. But when it comes to, like, the stuffing, the scalloped potatoes, like, when you get into, like, I don't know, the real herby shit, I don't, no, I'm not a fan. That's what I'm so, here yeah. for, man. That's what I'm here for is the weird, the weird shit. Give me some mushroom gravy and some fucking wild rice. I'll uh, fuck well, with that. I, wild rice isn't weird. I mean, 
My, it's herby shit though. Yeah, it's like it is, I'll, I'll that's a that shit. is some shit that's... made by crunchy moms brought for her crunchy children. <laughs> it's just listen, when I'm having morning beers or uh bloody marys with my family, right? We're all around that kitchen table poking at the monkey bread, just having a great time stuffing uh, a a hot baked good that is just way too hot for consumption into my mouth. My Thanksgiving is not as comprehensive as yours. We do I do not start Thanksgiving in until later in the day. <laughs> what? It's an all-day event. I, I only <sighs> child, one living you guys, parent. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fake news. That's what this is. You're, this is fake news. You know what I'm thankful for though, Chris, specifically? Tell me. The comedy of Seth MacFarlane. Sometimes. <laughs> specifically sometimes. In, in, small doses. specifically in small doses. Specifically the comedy of Seth MacFarlane in like 2004 to 2008. Is that the right time? Did I get that right? Uh, probably. And that one time he hosted SNL when we were, I don't know, maybe in college or just after. Yeah. Did he do a good job? Yeah. Pretty, pretty decent job. I heard the Orville's okay. Yeah, I've also heard it's okay. I've seen it. It is good, okay. Good for good for him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I says. Good for him. Some yeah. someday we should all be so lucky as to just blatantly knock off something we loved as a child. You know, he has a Christmas album, right? What I do know that. I think. yeah, it's like a swing style Christmas album. Like he buble sings. He like cares about Christmas a lot. He's a big crooner too. He he wants to be. He wants to be a Frank Sinatra type to a certain he's, degree. He's not, though. <laughs> is it any better or worse than John H. Benjamin's jazz album? Don't you ever say that album is bad. That is the pinnacle of jazz. <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking a question. I love it. That both of those albums are fucking rad. <laughs> <laughs> I presume his Christmas album is Garbo, but, but that's like anyone who gets that much attention where they think they should start recording yeah things outside of their like wheelhouse like jeremy yeah. renner wait jeremy yes. renner has an album oh my god yeah he does it's, it's all good. he's been promoting lately oh my god several it months is, ago what does he make just, what kind of music does uh, he make p- grunge pop yeah that's about right yeah i think it's i think it's supposed to be kind of rock but it's not really like I was going to say it's, it's like uh, he because I just watched the town. So it's in my head that he would make like club trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he thinks he's actually a musician, not like a. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disappointing. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, oh, it's just I wanted him to be like a nice guy that just plays a really good douche. But I'm pretty I think he's a douche. He's probably a douche. He might be a douche. He might he might be a douche. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's like a Jeremy Renner impression that's like easy to do. Cause he kinda like talks with the same flatness all the time. Yeah. Kind of like a Charlie Human flatness. Like Yeah, like Chris, what did you make me do with this podcast for? Why did you make it so weird? No, that's not good. It's not there. That's not good at all. Yeah, that's, no. no that's Why don't bad. you that's go that was like, to the redheaded guy and <laughs> you have him explain it to you? Huh? <laughs> you you have him explain it to you. It should have been me. <laughs> that's, 
so much emotion. I, I think that's also not good. I think, I think, it's, I think it's like no, you said. Oh, it's shit. it's it's so flat. You like you almost can't. I was like trying to do. It. I was trying to do the part of the town where they murder those Puerto Ricans, and like, it's hard, man. It's like yeah. harder than I thought it would have been. Murdering yeah, Puerto Ricans shouldn't happen. Yeah, don't just don't generally murder. Regardless. Hey, listen, I know I know we're supposed to be doing like Christmas stuff, but can we talk real quick about how good the town is? It's really good. No, it's a really good it's movie. It's really good. It's a really good yeah. movie. Holy shit! I think it's that movie that made me realize I wanted more John Hamm in my life. I think he's the worst part of that movie. But welcome to, <laughs> welcome to the Yield Time TV Jeremy Renner podcast. This Chris. was this was a fun diversion. All right, Chris. <laughs> Chris, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about a thing. Do you want? Where to, did do we you, leave this? Do you want to hit a robot? Just hit we, the robot button, start. Chris. Hit the robot button. I'm. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get the. We're gonna get to the robot button. We're gonna get to it. Don't worry. But oh. yes, that was just a gentle way, eventually, of me trying to get back to. Hey, we hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. That's what's saying. <laughs> <laughs> That was such a dumb tangent. <laughs> I thought we hadn't started recording just yet. Nope. Nope. This is what happens. Oh, uh, it's thought, great. Thought it's we got great. all the dumb stuff out of the way. <laughs> we got all the dumb stuff out. Nope. Not so much. Oh, the ship is yours, Captain. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's talk about the episode we watched for today's podcast. As a reminder... We only have two rules about what gets covered on this podcast, which is, one, the episode must have at least something to do with Christmas, and two, it must be relatively easy to stream, because, hey, we uh, we want you guys watching along with us and having as much fun as we're having, and who knows, maybe you'll have a good Jeremy Renner impression that you'll want to share with us someday. I don't know. Send your Jeremy Renner impressions to the Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'll, I'll watch. Yeah, I'll, watch TV. I'll watch them hashtag, all. And give you, I'll give you a letter grade. Hashtag Yuletide TV. Hashtag Yuletide Renner. Hash, hashtag Hashtag Renner Presh. <laughs> How do you spell that? You decide. Yeah, it's, listen, man. I'll search we'll a few it. of them. We'll Get find that shit it. Trending in <laughs> i don't fucking you won't get it trending but can try yeah <laughs> okay for today's episode the episode selector gifted us with <laughs> the best christmas story never told from american dad this one's a little weird because um for some reason i saw it listed as both the ninth episode of the series second and or third season, depending on where you looked. Uh, it originally aired on December 17th, 2006, and you can find it streaming on Hulu, and there it is listed under the second season if you'd like to watch it for yourself. But if you haven't had a chance to watch it, here's a little bit about what happened. Stan gets distraught over the town Christmas tree lighting being canceled and a cashier at the mall only wishing him happy holidays. The ghost of Christmas past takes Stan back in the past to show him what Christmas is truly about, but he escapes and goes to kill Jane Fonda, who he believes is responsible for PC culture. 
He accidentally convinces Martin Scorsese to stop doing drugs, which prevents him from making Taxi Driver. When Stan returns to the present, he finds his actions have allowed the Russians to take over. So he, Francine, and the ghost go back to film Taxi Driver and try and correct their mistakes. And after a series of misadventures, ultimately succeed so that they can celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Should we start off with the big question? Uh, How do you guys feel about Happy Holidays versus Merry Christmas and uh, PC culture in general? I think if you care that much about someone saying Merry Christmas to you, you are so much more annoying than anyone who's like cares about someone saying happy holidays because like you are having an argument with space <laughs> just no one cares that's like having people like preferring people say gesundheit instead of bless you when you sneeze no one gives a shit just, and it's ultimately meaningless just if like and i felt i felt for that clerk because i worked in a fucking store during christmas and it wasn't like I was told to say it. I just say happy holidays because I, it sounds better. <laughs> it like alliterates better. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't know. It's just what I say because it's also because it makes, makes people mad. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like, it makes stupid people mad, which is like my one true passion in life. So we're going to get you that paycheck for that job too, John. One day. My God. <laughs> Please. I feel like during the holidays for me, I'm I'm usually gonna offer you up a Merry Christmas as 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 gut reaction for that. But otherwise, I'm usually just gonna mirror it. You know, whatever someone offers me, I'm throwing it back at them. So if you say Happy Holidays, I'll say Yeah, Happy Holidays. If they say <laughs> Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas right back at you. Whatever whatever you're comfortable with is fine by me. Cause yeah, same thing. It, ultimately, it doesn't matter. No, you just it's... want to be wishing people well. Like, yeah. that's that's the right. ultimate goal here. Just be nice around Christmas. Don't make people miserable around Christmas for your own weird agendas, which is something that happens grossly frequently around Christmas. Uh, one of my... This is, like, my Target story about it. So, like, Target doesn't give no fucks. They just want them dollar bills, y'all. So, like, they have a lot of shit that says Merry Christmas. They have some shit that says Happy Holidays. Um, I worked in a Target in Green Bay, Wisconsin, so, you know, limited population that isn't fucking white Christians. And I had That's an, a pretty blue area of Wisconsin. It is. Isn't it? No. No. It's, no? No. No. Green Bay is one of the no. most. Green Bay is the most conservative city in Wisconsin. Um, I'm, I'm j- like, as far as like larger metropolitan areas. Um, but I had a. There's a day where I was like. I wasn't even. I don't think I was doing anything important. I might have been like going on lunch and I was like kind of wandering back towards the holiday stuff. I had an old lady like pull me like be like hey like where's your stuff this is merry christmas i'm like well like nothing says merry christmas I'm like well like man like all these cards say merry christmas like really clearly um like you know like whatever and i made like a kind of like an off passing thing where it's like yeah like it could be worse like where there's like a little tiny section for hanukkah in the corner somewhere like in the corner which is like accurate for that store and she then commenced to call me a racial appetite for jewish people because i disagreed with her that not enough stuff said christmas so like Jeez. that's that's everyone who cares about that argument in my mind. <laughs> and that's the melting pot that is America. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. I just feel like we have much bigger concerns. We right? sure I mean, don't do. We, don't we have much much bigger concerns? Oh. That's just like any argument about PC stuff is just like there's so much more relevant 
things to be concerned about than what someone said and what you're allowed to say. Because, like, no one says you can't say anything. It's just sometimes people are going to disagree with you and you have to accept being disagreed with because we well right we live in a society <laughs> that happens yeah that's that's kind of my thing with this whole anger over pc culture in general it's like all political correctnesses is empathy like at the end of the day that's all it is is someone saying hey uh what you said i don't like that's not cool with me like I, it makes me upset and like could you not say it anymore and yeah you have every right to say like no, fuck you, I'm going to say whatever I want. But really, that person is just saying like, hey, maybe just check yourself a little bit and understand how your words affect other people and maybe just stop thinking about your own selfishness, yeah. you know? Yep. I really, I struggle to relate to it because I'm hilarious and I can't imagine being so not funny that I can't think of saying something in a creative way where I have to use like shock humor. So, because I'm a delight and I can't imagine having to say a racial epithet to be funny. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, there you go. There we I go. I think this, is, we this have, has been a really well done discussion. We have... Uh, I think so. We have... Now yeah. we've hit the crux of the episode. Let's let's just talk about the funny jokes. Let's just talk about the funny <laughs> yeah. jokes. Let's do it. Let's do it. What do let's we do What it. do we think? What do we think of this episode? How do, how do we feel about it? I like American Dad because it does a really good job of portraying americans uh, uh while also making jokes about it like when stan corrects uh mangle instead of manger he does it <laughs> he does it so confidently like ah, i'm a smart guy oh you must be thinking manager like yeah no those people exist in the world they're yeah for... they, they oh that hit that hit some nails i just like the like it's it's satire and it's like such a and it's so aggressively satire that it's it's just it just feels nice to like watch and watch people get poked fun at so like blatantly i guess and like my own culture included in it like let's <laughs> they poke fun at yeah. it no one gets to be super safe in it and everyone gets to be made fun of which is something we can all unite in that we're all pieces of shit so yeah and i think there's something genuine behind it too it's almost like there's i think you know seth mcfarland is i don't think saying anything wrong with like there's nothing wrong with like being proud to be an american but there's something wrong just like with anything with following something having blind faith in something and that's like what stan is the epitome of is this blind faith in american greatness and it's like, no, actually, there are a lot of fucking problems here in America. <laughs> and <laughs> why don't we recognize them so we can actually fix them? Yeah. Maybe it's like the episode didn't age super well because of the, the times we're living in with uh, kind of how people are interacting with problems. But uh, like <laughs> you, your reaction to getting disagreed with shouldn't be murdering celebrities. <laughs> like... <laughs> That was that might have been my favorite part of the episode though when they first go back in time with uh, with Lisa Kudrow, and he's like, and she goes, "This is when you were truly truly happy at Christmas," and he just runs away. He's like, "I gotta go kill Jane Fonda." It's like, holy shit, that's a fun turn of events. Yeah, that was a really nice subversion because this this episode gets set up like a classic. Christmas Carol uh, take on the proceedings where 
you know, the ghost of Christmas past shows up and he's going to take him back and show him the true meaning of Christmas. And he's just like, fuck this. I'm out of here. I got my own agenda to do. That was just a really nice twist on subverting your expectations of what was going to happen. I think that's like very much his writing style and kind of everything though. And I think American Dad's like, I honestly think, fuck you, everyone. I think American Dad's actually funny. Like, and was always very funny and funnier than like family guy it's just it comes from a more honest place he's not just like cash grabbing with it because i guarantee you that show didn't make fucking money (laughs) so or like didn't make like actual comedy family guy money like he did so it's like honest and nice and it's subversive because it's just him being honest with his feelings about a lot of stuff i don't i don't know why i don't remember this show being out in 2005 in 2006 it came out in like 2000 like two what <laughs> i think i think it premiered when we were freshmen in high school because i remember it like i because I, I again i don't I, someone can fact check us on this later but i'm pretty sure it premiered after a super bowl like because it was a few years after family guy had come back and was like a big thing they're like oh this is his first next big thing after family guy coming yeah. back so i think fox really pushed it at the beginning to be like oh this is our next big thing it would have had to have been 2005 because i think i remember family guy on adult swim becoming like the funniest thing where you had to be where you weren't cool unless you were watching family guy when like 2000 like four yeah so i remember being it being on at parties and stuff so. Yeah, which is such a weird thing. Like, I agree with you. Like, this is probably of the Seth MacFarlane properties projects. Like, this is probably one of my favorite and one of like the one I can tolerate the most. There was definitely some stuff in this that I was rolling my eyes at, just like I would in a Family Guy episode. But other stuff I found legitimately funny. But it's so weird how I feel like if you would take an episode of Family Guy from this same time period and we were watching them side by side, like this definitely has almost assuredly age better than whatever is in that family guy episode i the like the the good two seasons of family guy is probably still funny i would guess the like the ones that were on adult swim and shit are probably still funny i don't think like yeah, any of the probably none of the comeback ones are were like the south park bit of just like the lever gets pulled and three words come up and then they make a skit about it right <laughs> like those probably aren't aren't good this one just comes from a place of pure rage and frustration which is where true comedy comes from <laughs> i thought true i thought true comedy came from uh time and pain i mean a lot of pain going on if you're a logical person starting at this time so <laughs> i think like the even the edgelordy bits in this are a little less edgelordy and no reasony and a little smarter like he must have another right like there must be like a better writing or like a different writing staff or someone that he like listens to more because like there's some edgelordy jokes like the jokes about jody foster and stuff are pretty yeah. pretty edgelordy bits but they're better bits than family guy I, I did like the whole time travel plot sequence which i don't know if we want to go through that for our listeners who didn't watch the episode but let's let's just run through that real quick which is so Stan convinces Martin Scorsese not to do dope, which means he doesn't do any other drugs, which means he doesn't make Taxi Driver, which means, I can't remember what the guy's name was, Hinkley or something? Hinkley. Yeah. 
uh, never goes to see it, which means he never gets obsessed with Jodie Foster, which means he never tries to kill Reagan uh, to impress her, uh, which then means that Reagan doesn't have the the fight in him and loses his re-election bid, which means Mondale wins and then capitulates to Russia to Russia almost immediately after uh, he gets elected, which leads to the future that Stan is brought back to. If we could all be so lucky. <laughs> Comrade John is right. Uh, if only we had given in to the Russians. <laughs> it's just such an interesting extrapolation it's, of like, how does your mind work to to build yeah, that out? You that's know? what I. That's why I like the. That's why I like American Dad. Like a lot of episodes are like that, and they're just ridiculous and tangential in the most fun ways like almost like when the simpsons episodes were good where it's like a leads to b leads to c but it leads to it in the dumbest way possible and that's (laughs) and but it's still like written like it has like a semblance of sense there's enough connection in it and then i do i do appreciate that it ends with just a gun the episode ends with like a there is no gun control joke <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still relevant. <laughs> oh boy. He solved all. I actually, I think the world. I think Taxi Driver is a rad movie, but I want to see the world where it stars John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> that that was an interesting was choice. <laughs> was that movie only like thirty seconds long too, or like did they sit? Did they? Was there an entire movie they were sitting through leading up to that endpoint, or was it just girls kidnapped by Indians? John Wayne comes in, kills them all, rides off into the sunset. Absolutely, that movie is like every John Wayne movie, inexplicably two and a half hours long. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, no, absolutely. Where it's just cowboys, like, cowboy movies can be insufferable. They're I think like they're fine, whatever. Um, but I had to grow up watching with them because I had old parents. Yeah, and it's just like, man, they're not that good. <laughs> he's, just, he's, he's not that charming hey. of an actor in hindsight. Oh, John <laughs> he's Wayne, he's a real asshole in real life. <laughs> yeah, we've all at this point we've all read the Playboy article, and he's canceled. <laughs> John Wayne is canceled. John Wayne, John Wayne is canceled. So true. Remember that for Christmas, everybody. Tell your yeah. grandpa. Tell your grandpa John Wayne is canceled. They'll love it. <laughs> you're lucky your grandpa will pull out the playboy the article was written <laughs> wow. i agreed with all, i agree with all of this and this is how i treated your grandmother <laughs> did uh can we talk for a minute about so one one thing i really liked about this episode was lisa kudrow as the ghost uh i think anything like and i don't you know, I don't mind Friends. I, I think she's fine as Phoebe, but I think anything where she gets to not be Phoebe, she's really good in. Uh, so yeah. I really enjoyed oh, yeah. her as the ghost. Uh, but can we talk about how in this episode that this isn't how the Christmas Carol works? <laughs> hey, man, you don't, you haven't been haunted by ghosts before. You don't know yeah. that it wouldn't just start with the ghost of Christmas past. Or... Well, no, it's not that it doesn't start with it, but that you, when the ghost takes you back, you can't, like, the whole point is, like, no one can hear or see you. Like, no. you're just, you are also a ghost, essentially. You're just observing. You don't, you don't get to impact <laughs> the events of the past and change Different the ghost future. rules, man. Different ghost it rules. It comes back, yeah, it comes back to that subversion, yeah. you know, that we had talked about. 
all of a sudden the possibilities are way more are way funnier when you can interact with the past and when it does have consequences on your future and i was really disappointed when they were back in dinosaur times looking at all the little velociraptors being cute that got eaten that that didn't have a weird impact like it would have been a lot of fun it would have been a lot of fun to see that their living room color had changed from like blue to yellow (laughs) you know like they just make these subtle changes i'm sure you were paying that close attention to this episode jurassic park's a way different movie now or something yeah (laughs) everyone hates it the best time travel consequence is that roger um invented disco and then still lives the exact same life (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't change Here's the thing I kind of hated about that subplot, though, is that it doesn't... I kept expecting that to tie back in to the main plot. And so, like, I like I thought that that would have some impact on, like, why Russia was the, uh, the dominate... The, invaded us, took over America, was because Disco got introduced to early or something. But it just kind of hangs yeah. off on its own and doesn't really... No, he went, he, he went the Scorsese route. I thought I thought Roger was gonna take a shot at Reagan. I actually kind of thought it was gonna go to like Roger doing that, but like, like maybe I'm... Roger jumps out the window and lands on Reagan. Reagan still don't die. <laughs> I think still like feels invigorated. I think they figure out American Dad a lot better later because they do like a really similar Christmas episode to this. That's like a lot more succinct and like put together i think they kind of like figure out how to write all their plots into one over time because like initially all they're doing is poking fun and eventually they're like ah, the show actually is pretty funny and has a good amount of heart let's hire patrick stewart (laughs) yeah i I think you can definitely tell in this episode that it's early in the show's run and they are ironing out some kinks still because i think there's there are a lot of good elements there in this episode but they certainly are not running together as tightly as maybe they will be in two or three seasons down the road. You know, could you guys do me a favor? Could you send me like an episode or two of what is this like quintessential good American dad? I did not watch this as much as you guys did. So I've got nothing to compare it to. You were never a sad 22 year old watching adult swim. You, you never lived, Brian. You never oh, lived. Man. Can no, I like, go back? <laughs> watch the rapture episode. Watch the no, okay. watch the Steve is a Teen Idol episode. Those are like bangers. There's like a sure. couple like peak seasons too. I part of the reason to kind of the same thing, Brian. Like I think I watched this initially when it started airing and was kind of like mm, not really for me. And then I think a few right. years later, I was reading like a year end best of TV list and I saw it on there and I was like, what? Why? Like why is this show on there? <laughs> and everyone was like, oh no, like actually you wouldn't think it, but it's actually like stealthy one of the best like animated comedies on tv right now and i started watching it i I'll, I'll have to go back and look i wish i had a better recommendation for everyone listening but uh it's it, it, there are some really good stretches of that show okay all right yeah i'll look into it then do you guys you know like the first part of it where they like scoop the, the manger up and stuff do you were you guys living in were you guys were, were we all at school when that happened in green bay where the like they've got like sued by someone that they couldn't have the manger in front of the town hall. So everyone got to put whatever religious symbol out in front of it. 
I feel like I heard about that story. I can't remember if it was while we were all in college there or oh. not. I've heard of stories like it, and I love those stories. It they're a lot of fun. It all resolves the same way, basically, for any religious like anytime anytime a municipality's stupid enough to put religious iconography in front of a in front of a public building, it always ends with anyone can put anything there. But in Green Bay, a hero put like a thirty five foot festivus pull up. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really overshadowed everything. <laughs> so no one I don't know, like they just appeared overnight and it was rad festivus actually has its origins in wisconsin i did not know that but i'm thrilled to hear it yeah one of one of the seinfeld writers is i believe originally from wisconsin and it's like something oh his, that's right like, his dad made him do <laughs> hey do you guys want to celebrate festivus this year i was just gonna ask when do we want to do the airing of grievances Probably at the end of this podcast when we're fed up <laughs> with each other. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. We've had to cool, talk cool. to each other this much. But, yeah. Chris, you'll never be able to defeat me in the test of strength and thus end Festivus. So we'll be stuck in it forever. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I just, listen, I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about them. <laughs> Why are we... <laughs> Welcome to the Jeremy Renner Seinfeld podcast. Cast. Festivus uh, is a different episode, guys. We might get to shit, it. We don't shit. know what the random selector is going to give us. We don't. Oh, that's right. It, it, it controls us. Uh, as we were talking about a, another uh, holiday, what did you guys think of the overall Christmasness of this episode? Ooh, I mean, apples and oranges compared to the last two episodes that we've had. You know, the first three I we all found were kind of duds. Home Improvement, Full House definitely got up there in the Christmas spirit because they, like, directly worked with Christmas. So this one's just a completely different record, man. I think it was Christmassy for people like me that don't like Christmas and think it's, like, a stupid excuse for people to consume. So I thought it was it fit my Christmas spirit. Also, I'll use all of your pools after the rapture. <laughs> what a nice offer, right? It really I I would appreciate if that could be extended it's very to me. American. <laughs> it's it's very for people living in Washington DC, that was a very Midwestern thing to say. <laughs> Minnesota, there's some Minnesota nice on that for sure. There there absolutely was. Yeah, I think I think you guys hit it pretty well that this is it's a very different type of Christmas than we've watched i think in any episode so far uh i i would say that it it starts out very much in the tone of the home improvement full house um where you have like the main character really amped up and ready for christmas uh but then we start getting those twists and turn pretty good and while we still have this christmas carol framework to a certain extent the the whole tone of it is a little bit different than anything else we've we've really encountered so far a little negativity never hurt anybody you can oh no i you can, i'm not you can I'm not you can criticize cynical christmas you can you can you can be bad at christmas we've we done fucked up <laughs> so oh for sure i i think i'm sure stan hits on a lot of frustrations but uh you know ultimately learns learns a good lesson about what christmas is about which is actually hey family I mean, isn't like the point that he isn't the point that like literally he gets everything he's ever wanted by being a shithead. <laughs> he has less gun control laws 
he has Taxi Driver starring 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 John, John Wayne. Wayne. Uh, so like, dude improved his life drastically by just being a fuckhead. So if you are <laughs> if you are awful and you get goes to Christmas baths, remember to fuck the world up, so you'll get everything you've ever wanted. Just do what you can. Be selfish, screw up, and then just keep being selfish as you try and correct your mistakes, and you'll get everything you want. You're always right. You've never been wrong. Never forget This it. is America. You are an American. <laughs> this is how society works. Might makes right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, see if might made right in this episode. Shall we do our final judgments here? Bring it. Okay, as always, our three designations are whether this was a Christmas classic, a pair of socks, or a lump of coal. Who wants to go first? It's another nice pair of socks. I think we've discussed nice pairs of socks before in this podcast, but, you know, it's fun. It's Christmassy. It hit those hallmarks. Am I going to want to watch it every year? Probably not. And by probably not, I mean... I will forget about it immediately. <laughs> I think I'm going to, I'm going to, who's ready, who's ready to get spicy? Let's go. Uh, okay. I think, I think, and this is a heavily, I'm gonna, I contextualize all of these because I think those ladies are kind of broad, but like, I think if you're the type of person where you don't love Christmas and you just like want to like marathon some like really consumable, easy comedy and get like stoned or whatever provided you live in a state where it's legal um like american dad's a great fucking run of christmas episodes to watch like these are it's either like shit like this where you get to like poke fun at people you don't like or it's like cartoon gun violence against santa so like do whatever like if you're bummed on christmas have a few adult party things and fucking watch and run of american dad and feel good you're allowed to feel good sometimes i'm gonna hold you i'm gonna hold you to a designation <laughs> yeah cool man i'll watch, i will happily watch six episodes of american dad that's not a designation yeah, but for that's this statement but for this episode <laughs> what are you calling it oh i said i said it's a i said it was a classic you should watch all of them if you're like me i'll watch all of them it's a classic to me chris that's that's what I want. That's that's the whole point of having three hosts on this podcast is for, <laughs> to get everyone's opinion. I appreciate yours. That doesn't I, mean I agree with it, but <laughs> well, I appreciate being appreciated. Yeah, and you're wrong with whatever you're about to say, but I appreciate yours as well. Well, thank you. Because I'm gonna say this is a lump of coal uh, for se- for several reasons. Uh, first of all, I'm gonna back john up and say american dad has some great christmas episodes this is not one of them go a little deeper in its run to to find the good stuff but the real reason this is a lump of coal doesn't really have anything to do with the christmas message for me it's more just the general narrative of the story which is that it starts out so promising i think the first five to ten minutes of this episode are great but the back half of it just drops off so severely. Like, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't, like, it has such a fun start to it, but then it just gets kind of bogged down, and the whole Roger B plot doesn't really go anywhere. So for me, it just, like, it doesn't fulfill the promise that it sets up in the first, in the 
first five minutes of this episode of being like, oh, this is going to be really fun. It just kind of like sets up this fun plot, but then gets very kind of, I don't know, phoning it in, I think, to a certain extent of just like, okay, let's hit the marks of this plot and here are the jokes that we need. And okay, now the episode's done. So for me, lump of coal. Well, that's certainly, we hit all the ratings. We did. We pressed all the buttons. We pressed all the buttons, and hopefully your opinion lands somewhere among the three of ours, and that will let you know whether or not you should watch this episode for your Christmas season. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, you guys want to go watch Clute, or uh, should we talk about (laughs) what we're going to watch? I kind of want to go watch Clute. (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard of Clute before. Can we go watch Clute? I had never either, and I looked it up, and it sounded mildly interesting. I was like, "Oh, all right, hold okay. on." Same same guy, <laughs> same guy who directed um, all the President's Men, or um, what, what? What was the fucking Watergate movie? That oh. was all the President's Men, right? With uh, Hoffman and Robert Redford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah okay. Sorry, you're thinking of the right one. Yeah. Oh man, Clute aesthetically. Oh, Schneider looks, is in Clute. Clute aesthetically looks awesome. Just like in the, yeah. like the stills looks so cool. <laughs> I don't I don't know why they were hating on Clute so much in this episode because I looked it up and it's like oh this this movie actually looks kind of in, kind of good. I'm adding Clute to the Patreon. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> review, this is like we will review Clute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think this is Donald Sutherland's Three Days of the Condor. Oh, high praise indeed. I praise it. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm not going to praise it. Do but. you do you kind of, like, miss, like, whenever you look at, like, whenever I look at, like, old movie shit, I miss the days when, like, male actors could just look like dudes that exist in the world and not HGH monsters. <laughs> yeah, like, that's Don- true. You're, you're Donald Sutherland's, you're uh, Elliot Gould's. Yeah, like, Donald yeah. Sutherland, yeah. if he existed now, would be playing, like, CI agent number six who gets shot in Fast and the Furious 13. He would play <laughs> he would play the owner of the bodega in New York. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 That, all right, I got, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. I got you. There's our clue review. <laughs> <laughs> That's clue. There, there it is. There's a preview. More yep. great insights and takes like these <laughs> if you support our Patreon, which doesn't exist yet. Hey man, I'm working on it. it we're, we are. It'll exist. Oh, no, it does exist. <laughs> it does. It for sure does exist, Chris. It's hey, it's fucking November. It's, all right, get your shit it's together. November, Chris. <laughs> I know. I yeah. thought we were. I thought we were doing it at the they end of the this podcast, no, so it no, still wouldn't why, exist why would yet. No, they it's, gotta it, give us money for Christmas. It starts in the beginning, Chris. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I did just buy that domain name, so <laughs> gotta cover those expenses somehow. Uh, okay, cool. Well, all right, we got yeah. the ending. All right, and, and right, clap, three, so, two, one. Uh, yep. And there we go. That that's all for American Dad. Uh, we'll be coming back to you on Black Friday. Who wants to know what we're gonna be reviewing on Black Friday? Uh, hopefully, the good decisions of Americans everywhere. <laughs> Black Friday's dying. It's rad. Yay! Enjoy enjoy that retail stories, you fucks. Yeah, hopefully we can give you something to listen to while you're chasing down those hot deals on Amazon. Yes. 
from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, that yeah, too. Don't don't go outside. Right don't there. trample anybody. Come on. Come on. No. Come, Come on. on. Be better. Come that. on. Bah. Bah. Also, don't participate. Just don't participate in capitalism. Right. Stay home with your families. Yeah. Hug your you kids. Know? Enjoy that sweet, sweet turkey belly you got. Or that green bean casserole belly while you're listening to your new Jeremy Renner album. <laughs> have some, to, have some to, day old monkey bread. Listen to your Jeremy Renner album. Listen to your Seth MacFarlane album. And yep. then, yeah, yep. just eat some leftovers. Don't don't you capitalism. Know? Listen to us twice and review it three times. You you should. You've got what <laughs> six episodes now. You can just hey, hit them all again. Share them with your family. <laughs> yeah. There's an idea. Share it yeah. with your share it with your little cousin. We're but family no, not, friendly. Not, but not your little cousin. No, your little cousin in Santa. Yeah. Watch no, watch watch Digimon. Them. Watch Digimon with your little cousin who's. Uh, ready to for it to be christmas already and you're like okay fine we're gonna watch fucking digimon if you want Damn, some man. christmas yeah stuff. chris right. Though, right. R- chris you know my feelings if you don't tell me the next episode that i'm gonna scream if you don't do it so you got Ooh, three seconds you, don't want him to scream. you got three seconds chris well i hope you boys like toss salads and scrambled eggs because for episode seven we're gonna be watching perspectives on christmas from fraser hey <laughs> We're just really hitting that right wing celebrity trifecta. On this. We went, I know that's like a way. We went like a the machine went a way different direction this time. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is we get some Why? fun tonal whiplash on this. <laughs> Good I times. I think the crossover between people that like fuck with Fraser Hart and fuck with American Dad Hart is like four. He <laughs> probably probably <laughs> it's not a it's not a large Venn diagram. No. It's, I had a I, I had a girlfriend once that was really into Frasier. Like you know how people are into The Office. Like she was into Frasier, and I was just like, well, "Why?" Yeah, that's <laughs> April. April rewatches Frasier all the time. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. What's your favorite Frasier episode? Do you, have you pre-watched this? I've never watched Frasier ever. Is this your Frasier? Do you give her Frasier space? Is that the key to a healthy do, relationship? It's it's her it's her. <laughs> It's her bedtime TV show that lulls her to sleep. Oh, Brian, Brian, for the next episode, can we get an April soundbite? Can we get can we get oh, some 100%. outsider perspective? 100%. Did, awesome. Yeah, we we can get a deeper deeper contextual take. Can't wait. Can't I'm wait. I'm just gonna spend this episode looking at the dog. It's a really cute dog. Oh yeah, Eddie's Eddie's a cute dog. Uh, if you want to watch Eddie. You can find Frasier streaming on Netflix if you want to give it a look-see before our episode comes out in two days. Dope. Cool. Re- review this. Say nice things. My mom reads all of them. Give us yeah. like 12 or something. I, I don't know, man. Tell, <laughs> tell us a how 12? thankful you are for John in your yeah. reviews. You sh- That'll yeah. Thanks and giving. Every, every thank you you give to John is a thank you. John gives to his mom. Do you want John's mom to go unthanked? She is. Leave she your is, comments below. She's a delightful woman who needs to be thanked. She, you heard this podcast. She dealt yeah, with she me doesn't give, for 29 doesn't years. Get, <laughs> if she doesn't get 55 thanks an hour, she explodes. And that's just science, baby. Then I'm, then I'm the last of my line. <laughs> thank, thank John's mom for giving us John so that John can give you his good takes on this podcast. Yeah, my, my takes are spicy, baby. Yep. Yeah. Like a his takes weird... are going to become 
the last wing in Hot Ones. <laughs> good. Are you good if at you, fighting? How, how good are you with spicy food, John? I'm actually incredibly good with spicy food uh, because because right. my nose got so fucked up from all the getting punched in it. I don't really have super strong taste buds, so I can eat straight fire. Nice. Maybe maybe we'll, maybe we should add that to the Patreon. We'll do our own hot ones where we'll answer reader mail and eat hot wings. And eat, eat wings. <laughs> I can, we we I, pre-read all of the mail. Is there, and then we make a to... corresponding hot sauce intensity with it. Ooh. And then we randomize it and we go up and down with it. Do you know where I can get vegan wings? <laughs> yeah, man. We can figure do, it out. No, no, no. No, no, no. You know what they do? They fry uh, cauliflower, and then they toss them in the sauce. Yeah, that's fine. I'm also into, That's like, supposed to be pretty I've good. I've had that, and I've had, like, there's some, like, really good faux chicken, so fuck it. I'm, I'm down to clown. Yeah. Nice. If you got some good vegan wing recipes, or some spicy takes, or some spicy questions that you want our spicy takes on, you can email us at yuletidetv at gmail.com, or... Get in touch with us and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Yuletide TV. Yeah. 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 We're happy you're alive. We're all happy that you're alive. We are. We're very happy you're alive. And uh, we hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. And we hope you all watch Clute. And we hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Until next time, I've been Chris. I've been Brian. I'm John. Peace up, a town down. I don't. I don't know. We'll figure. We'll figure out an ending sometime. <laughs> Slaybell sounds provided by Michael Koenig from SoundBible.com, and Joy to the World provided by FreeXmasMP3.com. Lucky is an American dad. Lucky is a dad who positively can do all the dads that make us America. 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 America.